You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's 5 o'clock. It's 5 o'clock on the most listened to sports talk show for your right home. What? what? It is time for the Falcons Report. Whoa, whoa. Guns it. Caught. Touchdown Atlanta in the end zone. Caught. Touchdown. You shall not pass. The 5 o'clock Falcons Report. Oh, my heavens. The 5 o'clock Falcons Report is brought to you by Jack Daniels. Make it count. Jack Daniels. Please drink responsibly. And sponsored by MD Anderson Cancer Center on Dukes and Bell. We are Dukes and Bell. We start off every day and every hour by saying, hey, man. Go get some Hey Man Ale for the weekend. It's going to be nice for you to enjoy some ice-cold Hey Man Ale, the original OG, the 5% Blonde Ale, or the Watermelon Lime, two different beers, two great tastes. You can get them at your local public stores, guys. And if you don't have it, ask the manager. We know we got to do some work down south. A couple of stores uh, are fronting. we got to make some calls, Mike. But get Hey Man L. We are live at Twin Peaks Buckhead location. Here's the deal, Falcon fans. Free agency starts next week. And we're just going to go through a little drill here on the show and have some fun with this because I want to take the parameters out because I know everybody has an excuse or something they'll bring up, and uh, it always deters you from going with the guy that you really want. Right. All I want from you is one free agent that you want right now that you think the Falcons need and should sign. I don't care who it is. Now, for example, Lamar is the top free agent on the market, okay? He has been franchise tagged. We know that. But if you want him and you're willing to give up the two first-round picks, you can get him. And the fact is... Lamar ultimately may be traded. We're going to see how it all shakes out. But you've got guys like Javon Hardgrave. We've talked about Jesse Bates, the safety. We'll go through some of these. And I don't care who it is for you, but you get one. Who's the one guy you want to see the Falcons sign next week? 404-741-0929. It's our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. Now, we're taking money out of this because some of you are going to say, well, we can't do this, we can't do that. That's not this drill. The drill is who do you want that would make us better and makes you better? Happy. Mike, who is it? I'm going to stay with the same guy I've been yapping about for the last two weeks. I, we wanted Deron Payne. Squid put that. It was almost like Inception. He put that in my brain a couple months ago. I liked it, too. Yeah, because he's 26, and he's considered, you know, you've got Aaron Donald, and there's other tiers. But these guys are unbelievable at what they do. And I use the phrase again. I'll say it the third time today. What do I mean by force multiplier? Everybody gets better around you. Grady has more pressure. The new young, the young edge rushers we're trying to develop. Those guys will have some help. Lorenzo Carter will play better. You go get Javon Hargrave. This guy, again, he's a natural fit, three technique. He gets on the quarterback. You saw what he did with the Eagles. He would make the defensive line better. And just big picture, Carl, regardless of the money, we have not been in the pass rush business forever. And I'm sick and tired of letting teams – I mean, our, it'll help the corners. How many times you watch the quarterback go through his progressions, pat the football, we get no heat. He would instantly make you better. Combine that with an edge rusher in the draft, and now we're getting the quarterback on the ground. Hargrave. I like it. Bo, 
You get one guy. Cost is not the not the point here. It doesn't matter. Money is well, no object. Mike has Mike has filled the defensive tackle void, okay. so I'm happy. Okay. Uh, I think you can get uh, a tackle in uh, probably in the draft, maybe Broderick Jones. Mm. I have said I'm not. I'm going to be true to what I've said. I've spoke this trenches, mm. trenches, trenches. I want the best offensive guard on the market, Isaac Sayamalo. Okay. He's from the Eagles. Okay. He plays right guard. By the currently. way, Eagles are getting raided in free agency. Uh, hey, you like. can't pay everybody, right. and you're going to pay your quarterback. Right. Move him over to left. He's guard. nasty. Next to Jake. He's nasty. I'm going to have Broderick Jones at right tackle next to Lindstrom. My offensive line just got better. And, by the way, this guy can road grade mm. and pass protect. He is the best guard. Mm. Give me Isaac Sayamalo all day long. And then maybe draft a tackle? Yeah, Broderick Jones, my guy at eight. Okay, perfect. I, I like it. Guys, there are other names. And, again, if you're not familiar, all right, I'll give you some multiple choices to go with, like C.J. Gardner-Johnson mm. or, for that matter, Mike McGlinchey, who's the uh, offensive tackle. We've talked about needing help on the offensive line. Um, Orlando Brown is out there. He's going to be the high, he's going to reset the market attack. He is, but if you want the best. So, you know, again, it's not about, oh, we can't afford these guys. Odell Beckham's holding a, a personal workout today for <laughs> the NFL, for teams to come watch him and make sure that he checks all the boxes physically, and then he's going to probably have a chance to pick his team. And that's the guy that's maybe played ten games in three seasons. That's right. But, by the way, he's still relatively mm. young and talented. Turtle, who's your guy, man? If we could sign one guy next week. Who's the guy that helps the Falcons? Well, the resurrection continues for my man Leonard Floyd coming out of the Rams. He was a salary dump move for them, and I got three words for him. Go get him. That's his only responsibility on this team is to go sack the quarterback. I want this guy next to all the young bucks that we have. He'd be a great complimentary piece. And then we finally, finally, finally draft the defensive tackle at eight and then have our defense. Well, I hope he's bringing 99 with him because Leonard Floyd has done nothing without Aaron Donald. <laughs> oh, well, we got a guy named Grady Jarrett. He's Dante Fowler Jr. No, Dante, yeah, stop Dante it. Dante Fowler didn't do crap whenever Indomitian Sue is next to him and Aaron, Aaron Donald. Donald. And then he and comes here. And then Dante Fowler comes here and – Which is, nothing. by the way, pretty much sums up Leonard Floyd's career in Chicago. Yeah. Wait, why are you guys boo-pooing his pick? He's had 18 and a half sacks the last two years, Everybody guys. pile on yeah. Chris. Everybody yeah. pile on Turtle. He, Chris, he's had 29 and a half sacks in L.A. because he's playing with Aaron freaking Donald, which is the same thing that Dante Fowler yep. did. And by the way, 10 of those sacks, he was playing with Von Miller too. True. Can so, Chris have his guy? Yeah, if he picked the right guy. All right. We Mr. say no. We pile on Chris. You know <laughs> what you did? Sometimes Chris is like Meg on Family Guy. Shut up, Meg. <laughs> All right. Carl, we love is, you, Chris. We love you, Chris. Carl, what are you doing? Guys, there's no bigger position than quarterback. And I know you guys don't like it, and I know it doesn't make sense to some of you. But I still find a way to try to make a deal to go get Lamar. <laughs> if I could do anything, that's what I would be doing. Now, with that said, all of the things, whether it's Bo's pick or Chris's or Mike's. Well, Chris is not so much. What are the Falcons going to do? And that's really what we're waiting for next week when we hear, hey, the Falcons have signed and right. come to an agreement with. Is it going to excite you? Is it going to make you go buy season tickets? Is it going to say, holy crap, I can't believe we got that guy and our defense or our offense is that much better? If it's not doing any of those things, right. we got the wrong guy. I'm with you. 
And by the way, we were talking today at the bar, a young man named Malcolm. Uh, a bunch of everyone's doing podcasts, by the way. We encourage all our listeners to do that. And you can do radio too. I was talking to Malcolm earlier, and he goes, "What, what do you think about Fontenot?" And I said, "Fontenot was brought here in part because we had to be ballers on a budget. Now this is the windfall year. We're finally out of cap hell. But Fontenot was supposed to be able to get guys who fit needs without breaking the bank for the Saints because the Saints are always up against it. True. Well, let's be honest. We went now a fifth rounder is not lifeblood, but fifth rounders are guys like Grady Jarrett, and they, they produce. We wasted a fifth rounder on Brian Edwards. Brian Edwards from the Raiders did nothing for this team last year. And if yeah. you're honest, if that's what Fontenot was evaluating talent, who thought this would be a nice fit to complement what we're doing in the draft with Pitts, and I'm a little, I'm, a, I'm not so sold yet on Fontenot because here's a guy who brought nothing to the table. He was a wide receiver version of Ray Edwards. So I'm just, I'm just, I'm, a, I'm a, a little, point. I'm just a little curious to see why Fontenot was brought here, and then what are we going to do when we got more money than Davy Crockett to L- finally spend? Look at the guys like Rashawn Evans. Lorenzo Carter, Abdullah Anderson, those are because you got a good point, Brian Edwards, and that's you're not wrong at all. And I don't want to, I don't, I'm not trying to poo poo it, but look at the other guys, Elijah Wilkinson. Mm-hmm. Look at all these cheap one year guys and the that Bears, competed the at Bears seven guys, and ten. Bears guys, you know, I know we got because Ryan Pace got involved right here. Elijah Wilkinson, to your point, when he was healthy, did well. a nice job. Yeah. Creflo Nickel, that's his Twitter handle. <laughs> I like that. Says, put him up. Uh, here's here's a thought. What about the Falcons signing Jameis Winston as their backup? The, the, the deal, by the way, with Winston, if you're wondering, is that New Orleans has offered him to come back. Obviously, that is Derek Carr's team now. He has until next week to decide. Falcon fans, are you interested? We do need a backup, Mike. We've got one quarterback yeah. in the room right now. I mean, now. like I said, I was – I was. You know, again, if, if now if Arthur Smith is really high on Ritter, you want a backup, but you don't want real competition. And okay. Jameis would not be competition. Okay. You know, and, and Jameis – So you would be okay with it? I mean, like, I, I think I think Jacoby Brissett's probably cheaper. Uh, who knows? I don't know what Jameis' market value is. I mean, Jameis might be inexpensive. If you want Ritter to learn how to throw interceptions, Jameis is your guy. Yeah. Go eat some W's. <laughs> That is out there. We're coming back. We're going to talk more. Go about, get some script. We're going to talk more about the Falcons and free agency. And more importantly, uh, a team decides today a big decision, but it doesn't change. It shouldn't change their philosophy. We'll tell you who that is coming up on Dukes and Bell. This is Maggie Gray with a CB. The strong arm story of the day is brought to you by John Foyt Associates Personal Injury Law. It is Dukes and Bell. We're live at Twin Peaks, Buckhead location. Something we need to talk about just while we're talking about free agency starting next week for the Falcons and the rest of the NFL. And then we're going to run down some other NFL stories um, coming up. We'll talk about our Braves, get back to our Hawks as well as they play tonight. But, Mike, Terry Fontenot keeps talking about culture and makeup. And I just want to be clear about this. Talent trumps everything. Yes. Okay. I don't want to hear about a guy not fitting the culture or the makeup when talent rules. Guys, the Eagles weren't in the Super Bowl because they didn't have talent. The Kansas City Chiefs were not in the Super Bowl because they didn't have talent. You can talk about all these things about getting the right fit guys in the locker room and trying to build and all that stuff, and I'm with that. But at the end of the day, if you're telling me we don't sign specific free agents because, well, the makeup and the culture, I've got an issue with that because we need more talent on this team. Yeah, we went through that a couple of years back. Remember the Falcon filter? Who cares about that crap? Which win, baby. Who cares? Rock and roll. Who cares? Well, now, granted, there are various degrees of felonies you, can, you can't put up with, but I do think. Well, I'm not you, asking him to no. go to, you know, to, 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 to the prison <laughs> yard and grab guys. I'm not saying no, that. I just want some guys with some edge. And, again, I, I like, and we don't know if that's necessarily anything that's going to 
have anything to do with what Fontenot is going to be pulling. But I'm with you, brother. I just – this one is – it's interesting. We were talking off the air just real quick. There's not exactly the superstar other than a guy like Lamar Jackson who, again, may or may not get traded. Sure. Who knows where that's going to go. But it's just when a defensive tackle like Hargrave is one of the biggest names in free agency, yeah, yeah I mean, technically, yeah, you can go call Od- Odell Beckham and see where that goes. But – it just doesn't have a lot of juice. You know, as we said earlier in the show, there's no Reggie White taking a tour around the NFL to see where he's going to go land. And uh, in this case, this Falcon team has a lot of holes. we got a nice draft selection pick. The thing which, to me, is creating this kind of feeling with the fans is they just don't know what we're doing at quarterback. Do you think we're talking about them picking a quarterback at eight after the draft in April? Well, they talk to everybody. And Rich Eisen is selling it. What he sure was. Well, what he's selling is there's no buzz about. Here's what Rich Eisen is selling. Rich Rich Eisen is selling that as he made his rounds, nobody was going, Falcons quarterback, you can't wait to see how good he's going to be. Right. That's what's going on at the Combine. It's the whispers. It's not the interviews and all the other crap that we get caught up in. It's, hey, what would you think about this guy? And Rich goes, well, what about what's going on down there? And, and you start to hear things. He's telling us there's just no buzz about that aspect of it. He's not saying Arthur Smith's not a good coach. He's not telling us Terry Fontenot may not do a good job. But when you start talking about where we're at at the quarterback position, right. he wasn't somebody wasn't grabbing his arm and going, Rich, hoo-hoo, wait until next season when you right. see – He's not getting that. No, and then we had Herm Edwards on the show this week, and Herm in his experience said four games is not enough to let you know what you've got at quarterback. And that's that's not a knock on Ritter. That's just the way the cookie crumbled. We we had this pipe dream of winning the worst division in football because the Buccaneers kept stepping on their own toes, right? So we kept it alone. We had, and, and the coach was going to go with the veteran, and Mariota just kept doing what he does, which is one step forward, two steps back. So we only got four games. But I, I just feel, Carl, People see other quarterbacks around the league, and they want that magic, that that, that Jalen Hurts stuff. Why wouldn't we? And that's and we look. And there's nothing. I'm not even going to invoke number seven, but people will always want that dual threat guy who can pick it up and play street football because that's what Falcon fans really, at the end of the day, that's what a lot of the fan base wants to see. And and I'm fine with that. I just I want. And maybe make... Ritter can do that, but they didn't let him a chance to showcase that in no. his four games. No. And, and again, you know, I, I was being very conservative with my commentary about Ritter because I wanted to be fair. In, a, in addressing mm. what we saw in those last four games, but you hit him. You hit him. And, and, and what I mean by that is you are not letting him be dynamic in the way that would impress anybody around the league with the play calling and the run game and the bootlegs and the quick outs, the quick hitters. I mean, the times he threw the ball down the field, we were like, oh, they threw one down the field. It was just to loosen up the defense. It really wasn't what the offense was about. Right. So, but he did throw some lasers to Drake Lyon. No, he's yeah. he, listen. He, he had some really good passes, but but when you when you protect your quarterback in the way that we did, we did it with Mariota, Mike. You did the same way. We right. did it with Mariota because you again, we couldn't your, because they couldn't pass block. But when you protect your quarterback, two of the linemen couldn't pass block, and that's why they did things the way they did. But you don't allow your fan base to get excited about your quarterback, right? I mean. And let's get back to this. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. You're talking about, you know, um, the, the rumors or the whispers right. at, at the Combine. Last year, when Urban Meyer was in Jacksonville, and everybody was going, man, Trevor Lawrence is unbelievable, but his co- coach is a jerk. Right. Right? Wait until he gets a coach. That was – it mm-hmm. wasn't about Trevor Lawrence. It was wait until he gets a coach. Then he gets a coach. What happens? Boom. They go to the playoffs. 
So that's and, now, and now he gets Calvin Ridley, by the way. So that's what I'm talking about with, with, with Desmond Ritter. It's not about, you know, him as an individual. It's simply, okay, well, what, what, what are you hearing? What are the whispers? And those are the things that, that Rich Eisen was talking about. And it is funny. We've been here at Twin Peaks since 2 o'clock. Early off tonight, 6.30, we got pregame for the Hawks. Battling uh, up in D.C., kind of like what they had to do in the heat uh, last weekend. But it's funny. We had two guys come up to us, and they're, and they're just so down on Ritter. Look, I, I, if you want to be neutral on Ritter, I don't see anything about Ritter to be negative about. I mean, it's just you like something else. You want something more exotic. That's one thing. But, I mean, the guys, they make him sound like he's a Dodge, like a, a, a Chrysler K car. You know what I mean? <laughs> they, they all want a Ferrari. I mean, he has a skill set. He played in nearly 50 college games at Cincinnati. But because, he, as you said earlier, he has the number three attached to him third round. That just devalues him in the minds of well, so many fans. Bo, 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 has, Bo mentioned that. Yeah, a few Bo times. has said that. And Bo's point is if he was taken in the first round, not the third, how much differently would you feel? That's all perception. But by the way, that's I, just all perception. But here's the thing Arthur Smith is kind of, it's not like Arthur Smith's going around telling people he's my quarterback. He's not saying he's not his quarterback, but he's not exactly pounding his chest about it, is he? Well, when I said until I hear our coach, our general right. manager, or our owner say that, I'm just going to sit back and see what happens. That's where I'm at. Everybody's going, oh, it's not happening. It's not happening. It's not happening. What's not happening? I have not heard him say, he didn't do this for Matt Ryan. Right. Why would he do it for Desmond Ritter, who's played four games? That's a great point. And listen to this. By the way, speaking of uh, quarterback, uh, you didn't see this. It's pretty funny today. Uh, if you know the general manager for the Packers, talking about your quarterback, uh, it's an interesting interview that Mark Murphy does talking about the future of Aaron Rodgers. And he says, would he, is there any scenario where Rodgers would still be in Green Bay? Quote, yeah, I mean, unless, you know, if things don't work out the way we want them, yeah, we would want him. He is obviously a great player. So it was like a lukewarm endorsement of the return of Aaron Rodgers while everyone's waiting to see how the Jets can pull off this trade and eat that gigantic contract that he's going to bring with it. Well, we got breaking news. Um, Adam Schefter, Annie, and Rappaport are both reporting that the Bears have traded or are about to trade the number one overall pick to the NFC South. And the Carolina Panthers. Oh, snap. They're going to swap ones. The, uh, the, the Bears will get the number 61, which is a second-round pick, and the first-round pick in 2024, a second-round pick in 2025, and D.J. Moore, who is the uh, – All right. The, so, so, so here we start. So Bryce Young yeah. and our division. Here we if, the, if that's or, who they're going to go. Or C.J. Stroud. Right. Okay. Some people have told me, in their estimation, C.J. Mm-hmm. took a jump. And he is above Bryce because of the frame. 6'3". Right. The Colts apparently really like Bryce Young. 2'10-ish, two, two, right. two a little bit bigger, 2-something. Two, two Here's the deal, guys. We're, this is where it starts. So now we know, okay, Bears are trading the number one overall pick. More importantly, to Bo's point, mm. <laughs> it's the Panthers. So Frank Reich has come in and said, we're not going to wait. Right. We're going to go make our deal, and we're going to go get our quarterback, and we're not going to clown around. So the Panthers will pick first. It will be quarterback. I don't know who. It will be quarterback. I can guarantee you that. Right. The Bears get exactly what they want to return, and they keep Justin, which I told you guys they weren't moving off right. of him. You keep Justin, you get the ninth overall pick. They will go address their defense with that ninth pick. But then you get pick 61. Mm. You get a first-rounder in 2024. You have seven or eight picks this year already in addition to what you've done now. And then you get a 2025 second-round pick. What else do they need? Wide receiver. You get DJ Moore going to the Bears. 
This is a steal for them. Yeah. This is this is a win-win for the Bears. Yep, the Bears, the world is their oyster. Peter King wrote about it on Monday that they could do all of these things and still have a chance to set the – seriously, Carl, set their future in this draft and the future drafts and what you're getting from Tepper. Carolina Panthers. No way Tepper was going to go with another retread. That's why they nope. kicked the tires on Derek Carr. Nope. They said, we want to get it off the tree. But, Mike. But who's it going to be? Is it C.J. Stroud or is it Bryce Young? But, but this is the thing, Mike. This is what I want to get back to. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We're going to come back. We'll, we'll talk more about this. This news just dropping as we speak. We're live. Carolina jumps to number one. But they had the balls to do it. If you're serious about the guy you want or the person you want, you make the move. This is what I've been saying. Falcon fans like, we're all, it seems like we're timid when it comes to these kinds of things. I'm not saying we've got a guy that we've targeted, right. but, the, but the Panthers are all in. They're like, screw it. We have nothing to lose. This division is crap. We right. need to go get a quarterback. We've got a right. good offensive line. We've got a good running game. Right. Derek Carr is a placeholder in New Orleans. The Bucs are in it. flux. I'm with you. So, but this goes, it's how we started this segment talking about Ritter. Carolina's now got buzz. There's a buzz about Carolina, and we've got folks who don't know what we have here in Atlanta. All right, we've got to take a break. We're going to come back. This news just dropping. Major shakeup. I love this time of year. <laughs> it's Deuce and Bell. It's Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. So the Bears are going to drop to nine. The Carolina Panthers will have the first overall pick after picking ninth originally. And now this thing starts to look a little bit different. All right, we're coming back. More from Twin Peaks here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It is Dukes and Bell, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We've been talking about free agency starting all next week in the NFL and what the Falcons may or may not do. And the Carolina Panthers have wasted no time in making a deal with the Chicago Bears. If you're just joining us, they will now have the number one overall pick in the NFL draft. And, Mike, again, just real quick, the compensation. I think the Bears won this deal. Oof. Um, nice. You switch picks, so one to nine. So the Bears will now pick ninth. They get a 61st overall pick, a first-round pick in 2024, second-round pick in 2025. But they get a starter at wide receiver and what many consider can now be the number one guy in Chicago with D.J. Moore. That is the compensation to get the first overall pick for Oof. the Carolina Panthers. You know, a lot was written. I was reading the Monday morning quarterback I mentioned to you earlier in the week, and they were talking about, uh, you know, just how amazing Ryan Poles, the situation the Bears general manager's in, because you got to give Fields better people, but more talent. Now, there's going to be a level of pressure on Justin Fields because now you got the best wide receivers he's ever had. Now, they still got fleece from the Steelers on Claypool. Let's be real. Claypool's not worth the pick they gave up. They did. But now you get D.J. Moore. You just gave his numbers, seven touchdowns. He was a slow burn that kind of came on strong. 
And then you get all these picks. You and for, can, wait, for Falcon fans who don't remember, he caught the pass against correct. us when we played Carolina. Yep. That probably should have beaten us. Right. It didn't happen that Sunday, but that's DJ Moore for those fans who are like, that name sounds familiar. Yeah, and DJ Moore came in. It was Calvin Ridley or DJ Moore. We got Ridley, and you could argue that once Ridley gets out of Jacksonville, he'll get his career back on track. But Ridley was having the better career than DJ Moore before things got sideways. But you get all those picks. You can draft a wide receiver. You can load up. You can – You they could actually – I was just talking about this with one of our listeners. You could actually think – Maybe they project to Nolan Smith when they do pick where Carolina picks. Yeah. You know, or whatever they want to do defensively. They need help. They got the worst defense in the league. And you got a chance to really pivot and, and blow this thing up in a good way. And that's exciting. And Tepper, you know, fortune favors the bowl. This guy wants to get something off the tree. He's tried to retreads. It doesn't work. You're going to energize that fan base. Let's be honest, a fan base which comes in and out in, up in Charlotte, new stadium, PSLs. Go get your new, four, your new star quarterback. I think it's a smart move. Uh, I just do. And, and the reason why is, guys, because uh, they didn't wait. If you feel like this is what you, where you need to be and what you want to do, then you don't wait. Now, who is it going to be becomes the question, and we will not know that until draft night. I still think Bryce Young's the most talented player as far as quarterback in the draft, but C.J. Stroud, in a lot of people's opinions, has moved up after the combine, and the whole frame thing keeps coming to play. People saying Bryce is great, but I'm worried about the frame. If you are and you're Carolina, then you draft C.J. Stroud and you keep it moving and you feel good about it. If not, you go with Bryce Young and, and, and we'll see if the 5'10", you know, six-foot thing plays out and if right. that becomes an issue. Now, the really wild thing would be, and this is something we were just talking about with another one of our listeners, imagine if Carolina goes Anthony Richardson. <laughs> Crazy. Wouldn't that be something? Then the Texans, who are there rumored to want Bryce Young, and then the Colts also want Bryce Young. Remember, the Colts could also try to trade up, too, at some point, try to fleece somebody. But this is really interesting. I think Stroud has got the size. The comp for Bryce Young, I think we'll just say now, is Drew Brees. How's that? Because he's not really a mobile guy. He's a pocket passer, as you established. But C.J. Stroud, as you said it, they said his workout at the Combine was, like, sublime. It was seamless. It was smooth as could be. What did you look at the Georgia game and say that reaffirmed what you thought he was after how bad he looked in the Michigan game? Um, one game doesn't define you, but no. Stroud has been a guy that when you play against, let's be honest, lesser competition with the bottom feeders of the Big Ten. That's the question where Bryce Young does it against the SEC. Yeah, I I, I do think um, when they had the time, right? Time to prepare matters, and the Michigan game, yes, it's on the schedule, but mm. it's it's the next game. It's during the season. They had what three weeks to get ready. Right. for Georgia. And I think that mattered in how the offensive approach with Ryan Day and what they wanted to do and you saw him execute it. It was great. And look, I'm not trying to dog dog fans because we lost, you know, the tight end. Georgia had defensive, I mean, they had issues, I say, missed pieces. But when they lost Marvin Harrison Jr., it just changed everything. Yeah, it changed everything. 404-741-0929 if you're just joining us. This news just coming down and we're, we're talking about it, guys, because how does this affect us now? We're still sitting at 8. I think the bigger thing for Falcon fans is, okay, you have a team in our division now who you could, whether you buy it or not, and we don't know what they're going to be, but you could project and say that Carolina's quarterback situation, they're going to have more dynamic quarterback right. than we are. And maybe the Saints, and certainly we don't know what Tampa's going to do. So what they've done now, which I've been screaming about our team, is you, you put yourself in the quarterback business. This is not a third or fourth or fifth right. round. You're saying we're about to go get our guy because we feel like we – whether they have all the pieces or not, Carolina's not a complete team, no. but they're going to get the most important piece. And I think for us as Falcon fans, we're going, all right, how does this look in our division? Listen, if Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud gets picked one and they come in here and ball out, Mike, who's to say they don't win this division next year? Hell, we were in Carolina. That defense was good. 
We know this. Mm. Now, the DJ Moore aspect of things, they obviously feel like they can replace that piece and they're, they're willing to move on from him. But as far as where they are and where we are, yeah. that's not a perfect team, but they're in the yeah. quarterback business. Now, if I want to get you depressed on a Friday, I want you to be in a good frame of mind. But Ian Rappaport uh, tells Pat McAfee, doubles down on the Falcons not being interested in Lamar Jackson. I heard that. So I'm just saying that, you know, you and I have done the math on this. We've talked about I've heard the numbers. That. And it doesn't change my opinion. No, I, I look, I just think you're in a division. You just you just laid out the the competition. Two days ago, we, we were a team which had a fighting chance because it's wide open. Now you got a good day. You want to call him a placeholder. Yeah. But you do have Derek Carr in North in, uh, in New Orleans. And you are going to potentially, if this guy pans out, you're going to have a quarterback might be eating our lunch. But, again, we don't know. This could be one of those drafts we just talked about, like Trubisky. Everybody else is a bunch of bleh. Yeah. I, I'm not, or not Trubisky. I should say uh, Trevor Lawrence uh, two years ago. Here's the thing I know. And, and again, I'm not going to discredit my man Ian. I've known him a long time. Adam Schefter, all these guys. But I also know they get information to be put mm-hmm. out there. By teams. And I'm just keeping it real with you guys. And so, teams use misdirection. So, with that said, I'm just going to stay where I'm at. If nothing happens, it doesn't happen. And I'll totally back Ritter, and I hope he plays well. But this is what I know. Teams in this division are taking the quarterback position seriously. Saints go out and they acquire Derek Carr, no matter what you think. And Bo and I have had this conversation. I think Carr is better than what you guys think. But they're serious. They went out and spent the money. The Panthers just gave away a lot of draft capital to get in the quarterback business. It matters. That's all I'm saying. And this has nothing to do with the performance on the field, but it's, it's Carl, it's the existential question for a lot of Falcon fans. Are we going to do something to get you excited about this franchise? I don't know. Because, you know, that's right now in Carolina, the people are going bananas. They are. Because it's the excitement of something. I think it's human nature, the excitement of something new, finally getting a guy that you hope is going to be your franchise, your face. I like Ritter. I just, I know we doubled down on this again. It's just, I don't, not, I don't dislike Ritter. I just wish I knew more about Ritter and what he's going to be at this level. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.